0: it is wednesday my dudes
1: welcome to another episode of the wednesday pull list my name is lex and i'm here with my co-host simon what's up dude hey buddy i definitely streamlined that because i feel like when i say more things i get i confuse myself and so i just
0: straight to to business (laughs) you you get lost in the complications
1: (laughs) this is a podcast and podcasts are shows that play on
0: yeah you 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 put them on your ipod you know those things yeah
1: (laughs) yeah it's an ipod so what's
0: up man how you doing how you doing i'm good man what's been up with you uh same thing as always you're doing great spending too much money crying myself to sleep (laughs) at night uh so today i got the covid shot i got the first round nice i slid in there i punched an old lady in the face i said i will survive not you uh just kidding i got the moderna one (laughs) just kidding as if anybody's like simon's a monster (laughs) um i got the moderna one which has a limited shelf life and so if they don't use them all up um they just have them there so Nicole got hers today because she has asthma, and she was like, "Hey, call. <laughs> it was like a back alley deal." She was like, "Hey, call up this pharmacy after three uh-huh. and ask for this guy and see if they've got any left." And I was like, "Okay." So I call up there, and he's like, "Hey, man, what's uh, <laughs> what can I help you with? You, you, what you need, dog?" And I was like, "Uh, my wife told me to call you," and he was like, "Yo, shh! don't say my name." <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, he was like, can you come get it now? I said, yeah. And he I said, guess. get up there, man. So I go up there and now I have a micro trip. I bought like five Xboxes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Three Microsoft
1: uh, subscriptions.
0: Micro yeah.
1: My wife got her first shot. We go back on the t- in a few weeks to get her second one. What sucks is in Austin, they're not doing it for like anybody. It's The list is so long. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So the closest place to do it was Waco. <clears throat> we could have done it in Wichita Falls. There was an appointment in Wichita Falls, but I don't, I don't know. She just didn't want to do that, I guess. She's like, I ain't going to that place. Suspool. <laughs> so it's so I, we had to go to Wichita Falls this month anyway. So I don't know why she just didn't, whatever. Because you'll catch something else while you're here. That's, that's true. the problem. Wrong... <laughs> so she got it. And uh, hopefully, by her screaming at me constantly, it, it, it passes on to me. I think that's how it passes.
0: Yeah. She Take just cheer. has to spit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sure she would love that. <laughs> uh, baby, baby birded in there. <laughs> what uh, what you said you spent too much money. What did you get this past week? Uh well,
0: I've been on Mercari like crazy. So, I sold some stuff, I bought some stuff. I got all the uh Are you been, you've
1: been spe- selling on Mercari too?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um I bought all the build-a-figure parts for Crimson Dynamo because I love like all the armor villains armor wars villains yeah uh, same. i got that it's on my tiktok if you haven't seen it uh, i'll take some pictures later but i got this really it's called <laughs> s-i-c sick <laughs> <laughs> i got this sick um i mean i'm saying it is sick uh common rider Kuka figure it's ooh. like a reimagined he looks way more monster like
1: oh i think uh, i know what you're talking about when did you post that today?
0: Yeah, I just posted a little while ago, oh, actually. Um, yeah, it's cool. And then today, while I was at Walmart uh, getting microchipped, I got uh super shredder, mm. which is cool. Uh, which at you know when you buy them at the store, he's thirty dollars. People are reselling them for like crazy. And then I, they had two. I didn't. I'm not scum. I left the other one there mm. for somebody. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I got the
1: the. Uh Randy Savage He Man. Oh, that is so it's so good. I didn't even know they made a Randy Savage. I've been looking for the um trap Jaw, just from the He Man, not the wrestler He Man. Yeah. I've been looking for Trap Jaw because I know you said you wanted that one. Yeah, man, that thing's
0: crazy hard to find. Even when it's like even so Mattel, I signed up for mailing on their website mm-hmm. and they're like, It's on sale on Amazon, only thirty six dollars. I'm like, nah, I'm not <laughs> not paying overpriced. Don't That's want it that bad. Anyway, yeah, the Randy Savage thing is pretty funny. They do it with all the WWE.
1: Do you have any of the other WWE ones? No,
0: man, I don't. I don't watch wrestling like that. Randy yeah. Savage is just part of my ute.
1: Yeah, Randy Savage. It's cool. I would have to pick that one. Up. I've never seen that one. I've seen the John Cena one. Yeah, you have. Where? <laughs> It's just I seen the box. It's just <laughs> it's just an empty
0: box. I actually almost bought at uh Big Lots they had the ring, like the snake, like oh. or the Castle Gray Skull ring with yeah, John seen Cena and another. I almost got it. It's like twenty bucks. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> That's one of those things that you'd buy and then you get home and you're like, oh, why did, yeah.
0: I buy that? why did i do this i did kind of start up my business too that's yeah let uh, talk
1: about that is that what you were talking about last week when you were like you got a business idea that you want to talk about off air
0: yes sir yeah
1: nice you launched that shit i like that
0: yeah it's, i don't have like a backlog of people knocking down my door but it's it was cool to get a client within the day yeah that so. is really
1: cool i thought you were going to try to um open up an online toy shop Oh, I would also like to do and that. And then I was going to say, man, that's weird that you said that because I was going to say that to you and I want to open up like an online comic book shop and we can combo it and call it the Wednesday pool list. We can call it the sex lair. <laughs> um,
0: I would like to do that as well. But this other thing, what's cool is I get access to <clears throat> some toys and I don't have to buy them all. And
2: yeah, I took a pretty
0: cool Pokemon uh, shot. So I was happy about that.
1: It's really smart. Speaking of figures that we... Um we'll be taking pictures of soon my body came in today body's a wonderland and i've been playing with myself all day (laughs) that old ken doll (laughs) nice man nude shape now the head is significantly bigger than the body but if you know me in real life um (laughs) my head's bigger than my body usually right now i'm uh, a hefty proportion Uh, that is kind of interesting
0: that they had uh it does size out of the body a little bit. But it's not too, Did you buy another head or is that the same no, one? That's the same head. Oh, okay. It just seems to be okay.
1: I did the melting pot trick. Uh-huh. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey. I melted the, uh, not melted. I heated up the head to take out the, like, because, you know, I had that weird peg in the neck. Mm-hmm. And, and, hey. it's, <laughs> and it seemed to, I don't know, sort of fuse the eyebrow shut. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, that's what I noticed. I was like, hey, the eyebrow looks good. So it worked. I did order a sweatsuit, so the sweatsuit will, I think, will make my body look relatively normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I think. And this is the cheaper version. Like, you could see the screws and everything. Yeah. And not the penis. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it tucked. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it should work. It should be fun. Yeah, it be good. I'm excited for it. Be on the lookout for those guys. And it's kind of like, I mean, your head is not bigger than your body, but still. <laughs> i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, speaking of john cena i got a john cena hat and that's the thing i don't want to be wearing a john cena hat but i do like that color blue so i don't know maybe i'll have to find a spray paint yeah that matches that i don't know i'm waiting on that the sweatsuit's coming in from china so it'll be here in april april the first of april china so that would be cool and i got some jordans for him so be pimped out um, I know. of course you know. <laughs> i didn't say it i stopped myself <laughs> all right so this is the section of the podcast where we talk about some trending topics uh i might have went overboard because i had a little extra time this morning but i feel like we can get through these pretty fast <laughs> i say that then it's like i always say like hey the podcast is gonna be really quick this time and then it's like three hours later yeah three
0: hours later <laughs>
1: All right, so the Silk Show is in early development as an Amazon Prime series, which I thought was weird Mm. that a Marvel property is going to be on Amazon Prime. I don't know why.
0: Sony? That's a Sony property, right? Yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. You're right. They're currently casting a Korean American between the age of 19 and 29 years. I feel like that's a big difference. Like, I look different from 19 and 29, but I also drink a lot. So. Maybe, yeah, well,
0: maybe this Korean did. Americans too. They're yeah. like, hey, you That's look sure. young. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't age until they're like ninety
1: nine, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it uh, seems
1: yeah. that they have approached Adeline Rudolph for the role. I, role, I don't know who she is, um, but there's been no like confirmation or anything yet. The first mm. description also teases the series will be following the early beginnings of her crime fighting, and uh, she was locked in like a lab, pretty much. I don't know if you know about Silk. She was the other person that got bit by the radioactive spider.
0: I know. She gets super horny when she's yeah, Spider-Man. And
1: her and Spider-Man are just always trying to jump each other's bones. So since she was sort of locked in this lab, I guess she just watched TV all the time. So she has a massive knowledge for 80s and 90s pop culture. And so I'm excited about it. I mean.
0: Yeah, she's a neat character. I like her costume a lot. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime though I don't know they're good but I don't know how it's going to work with like a big company like Sony and Marvel in control of it. Mm, you know, yeah, like The Boys is good. Um,
0: maybe they'll kind of because Silk is Silk is well known, but mm-hmm. because she's not such a headline hero, maybe they'll.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's going to tie into Venom at all since it's Sony on Sony.
0: Well, maybe maybe the webs will weave mm, them together. Maybe so. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Moving along, Mo Marvel Studios. Uh, they've been doing a lot of Captain Marvel stuff lately. As they started doing it a little bit whenever um, WandaVision was going on, they said that they were looking for a Michael B. Jordan or um, what's the dude's name that played in Star Wars? They played Finn boyega jonathan boyega yeah, yeah they're looking for a type of actor for this captain marvel 2 movie a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be blue marvel which i think would be really cool that's a, another like well-known character for comic book nerds but not so much like you know, <clears throat> the main public so that would be cool but some people are thinking it's going to be michael corvax a name hmm. that even you know less people wouldn't know who he is Back in the 90s, there was a Corve- like Avengers big crossover event called the Korvac Saga. Korvac um, was from an alternate universe, Earth 691, where he was turned into a cyborg by the alien race Badoon. They're the same race that were in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with Ronan. Mm. His transformation has given him the ability to absorb any energy. He even absorbed Galactus's cosmic energy at one point, and uh, he was pretty powerful after that, you can imagine. So I have no idea what this movie can be about, but as you know from our previous episodes, I don't care about speculating, so. Yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah,
0: I love, it's funny that they say a John Boyega or a Michael G. Board, uh, Michael B. Jordan type it's like, it's like when you talk to a girl and you're like you're such a great friend. I can't find, I can't wait to find a man like you to yeah. marry. It's like
1: what? <laughs> that was my original thought too. It's like you're looking for a John Boyega type. Just hire John Boyega.
0: Yeah, man, he's looking for work.
1: No, you know, Michael B. Jordan has a lot of movies. He might be, actually but...
0: John Boyega probably doing fine. He he he's in yeah. a lot. Yeah, he is. Um, Michael B. Jordan might be Superman.
1: You know, a lot of people are pretty angry about that, but we'll see.
0: That'd be cool. I like him.
1: I like him too, and I really like Val Zod, like the Superman that is brown. So that'd be cool. I guess I should have brought that up last week because that's old news. <laughs> Space Jam Two released some teasers. Um, I'm excited about this movie, not in a in a way that I think it's going to be good, right? In any way, like I like the old Space Jam. I like it a lot. Like stellar acting, but mm-hmm. I am. Right. If again if you listen to the podcast you know that i go on record saying i like terrible things so the mask is supposed to be in this at some point it also like yeah. all the all these weird warner brothers yeah so i'm I'm down for it i have a man i recently watched space jam one and i still enjoy it and i'm just it's so bad but sometimes movies like this it's not really
0: that bad, man. It's, it's I'd say it's, that movie's pretty good.
1: It's pretty bad, man.
0: Michael Jordan is the worst actor in the movie. Everything else is great.
1: Yeah. The Looney Tunes, they really don't fail. So right. And Bill Murray's in it.
0: Yeah. And that's where that movie created so many furries yeah. <laughs> because of Lola Bunny, which on the subject, they yeah. flattened her out and they made her look goofy. Closer to what they did with like the new looney tunes and stuff like that they kind of made her like a psycho
2: yeah
1: and then they made her just look like a cartoon character i feel like yeah sure like what done. the old <laughs> a lot of people on the internet are angry about the new version of lola bunny um which i think is extremely weird i saw the picture and before i saw the the reaction to it i was like oh it looks like lola bunny i don't know
2: yeah it's I, a I didn't part-
1: i didn't notice that her waist wasn't pencil thin and she didn't have like a fat ass and thighs i didn't notice I, I i don't know i guess when i was a kid i just i wasn't into that liar idiot but uh <laughs> you're a liar what an idiot uh, kid <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i mean it is it is funny it's like yeah sure okay but really people calm. them the, yeah it's like them.
1: grown-ass men are mad about uh lola bunny not having curves anymore
0: god i'm just so sick and tired like this is going to sound stupid. This is going to sound bad, but I'm so tired of the cancel culture thing. I don't, I'm don't. i not trying to sound like a boomer, but I am tired yeah. of it.
1: Yeah, and I don't even think it's like cancel culture. Um, the fandom, I mean, man. Talks I think it's fandom. like... I think it's like... Like weirdo, horny dudes on the internet. <laughs> They're like, how am I supposed to find my part of that? Yeah, I saw like a <laughs> dude... I saw a dude on Twitter that had like every piece of Lola Bunny like plush doll action figure poster just like in a room like serial killer style like the entire room was hoarded with Lola Bunny stuff and I was like what I've never in my life seen a Lola Bunny like maybe a plush doll maybe at like Six Flags or something but never
0: custom custom made you didn't (laughs) see that one probably
1: Lola Bunny flashlight he had. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like all these like little rabbit skeletons in the corner. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> guys, it's okay. You, it's a cartoon. uh If you want her to, you know, have, I don't man. There's no, there's no, there's nothing. That there's a place back. for that. Yeah, somewhere. there's a place on the internet. There's nothing that I was about to say that would have not made me throw up in my mouth
0: right yeah um, there's a place for that this movie's for kids
1: yeah dude and like <laughs> not, and it's um, it's for people like us you know that have the nostalgia but like that aren't going to wear a trench coat to the movie theater either like <laughs> <laughs> or put a pillow over our lap yeah. <laughs> so uh, i'm excited about space jam too. don Cheadle's in it so that's cool um i always mm. like him i think he's a good time
0: yeah he's funny. nice dry humor
1: i feel like he always plays himself so <laughs> that's cool Let's talk about the Snyder cut for a little bit. Um, we talked about it last week. You and I are not excited. Like, not like part I of this. Yeah, we're not part of ever. the <laughs> Snyder, you know, Colts, as they call them. But I, I mean, I want to see it. You know, it's superheroes. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to watch superheroes.
0: So I kind of I kinda got absorbed into the hype. The more I see about it, I'm like, all yeah, right,
1: same. And, you know, some people, so they released, Zack Snyder released his proposed <clears> <throat> plans for sequels, and some people are like, pissed about it. Um, they were going to have Lex... And they had Jim Lee draw some of the sketches for, you know, ideas or whatever. Uh, Lex Luthor was going to be leading the Legion of Doom. It had mm-hmm. Dr. Maru, uh, Captain Cold, Orm, Black Manta, and the Riddler, which I don't know why they would have the Riddler in there, but I think that's cool, man. Like, no finally, Solomon Grande? You no. Know, <laughs> looking for pants. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Grady for pants, too! Um, I just won some pants. <laughs> the sequel was going to end on a cliffhanger, surprise, and it was going to lead into the third entry of the franchise. And um, A lot of people are mad because Zack Snyder's plan was to have Lois and Bruce start up a relationship after the death of Superman, right? And... um Who doesn't want some grief sex, man? And I could be getting this wrong. uh, And I don't know if I even have this in the notes. I'm going off pure memory. It was going to set up, it's going to be like way in the future. So I guess in that nightmare universe that they have, kind of like playing parallel to the movie, Mm -hmm. Superman was going to be resurrected, but be like a henchman for um, Darkseid. Batman and everybody, they're older. The big battle, the Green Lanterns were going to come back to Earth. The Amazon sort of like that first fight we saw in Justice League. they mm-hmm. They're going to come back to Earth, have this big battle, Batman was going to sacrifice himself. Uh and at his funeral, so okay, so you think Lois well, has a son, they think it's Superman's son, but at Batman's funeral, she tells him that it's actually that Bruce is actually his dad and then he grows up to become Batman. Mhm. So a lot of people are mad about that. But in my head, I'm like, that's not that bad of a storyline, man. (laughs) Like, That seems original to me. Um, I I don't know. I don't know why people are so mad about it. And again, it's never going to happen. They're mad about
0: it because they can be.
1: Yeah, that's true. I will say this. It sucks what happened to Ray Fisher, you know, his whole ordeal. But I I just do not like the way Cyborg looks in this movie. Nah. Nope. I like super. PS- I like Superfriends Cyborg with the afro sticking out of the uh, the side. The
0: you got right now we got PS one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh PS one uh Cyborg. I I like the modern version, but again, I mean, he just looks like a dude that's got like a suit over it. He looks like it would be easier to make that costume. Yeah. Than it would be to CGI all this shit.
1: I like the way they did it in Doom Patrol, man. I I like it to be. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. A a perfect
1: blend of like robot and man. To me, it's just like all all you see is his face, like a little bit Mm -hmm. of his face. So he's like uh, mainly a cyborg. I guess that's where he got his name from. Yeah, weird. They should call him half cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) The cy. Yeah, that's a half half cyborg. Also, (laughs) also about the Snyder Cut. Did you hear that it got leaked?
0: I was looking for it last night. After I saw all those memes, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was looking for it. So
1: some people went online and tried to watch Tom and Jerry yesterday afternoon or two days ago in the afternoon. And instead of Tom and Jerry, they got the first half of the Snyder Cut, the first two hours. They be, Only because, you know, they took it down within two hours. So mm-hmm. a lot of stuff has gotten spoiled. I I haven't looked at any of it because, honestly, I want to give this movie a fair shot. I know, I know, I know it's not going to be anything world breaking or revolutionary, but I still think that it deserves like a watch.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: there are people on the staff. Like I think about the guy that went to get bagels. Like there are people that <laughs> that worked there, that did their part to to bring this movie back, and and I think they all deserve it. So, well, I mean, they still. I mean, it's like
0: they're still getting something out of it. It's not like yeah. it was. L- on the internet, I mean, it probably is those two hours, it but it definitely is. Um uh, but as far as like where they were seeing it, eh, yeah. you know, I agree that I want to wait, but
1: yeah, you know. I usually don't care about spoilers. Every time there was a division spoiler, I watched that shit every single time. <laughs> every time there was a leak, I looked it up <laughs> just because that yeah, show did that show, up that show, that show really, um, that really made people wonder. So I looked it up every single time. Uh, i didn't see it it sounds like you didn't see it either so if you guys saw it keep that shit to yourself yeah switching over to switching over some marvel news they're starting to leak stuff about the x-men apparently x-men is in early development and the working title is the mutants which is a is i d i'm not a huge stanley fan i won't even pretend to be i think he's sort of like a huckster and and like a sort of like a joke of a not a person he might be an okay person but like he really became this face of marvel when it wasn't like all him so Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge stanley fan but again i do see where people like you know love that guy as a character whenever he went in to pitch the x-men to his editor he wanted to call them the mutants, but, his ex, but the editor said, hey, people aren't that smart. Mm. So you need to give them like a catchy, zany title, like the X-Men, if you want to do something like this. Isn't and not that just dead people? <laughs> they're, they're not men. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so you're going to call it the mutants as sort of a homage to Stanley's original idea, which I think is, is great. But then I also don't, I don't really care. So what do you think about X-Men? or the mutants i wonder if they're going to eventually call them x-men like at the end you know what we are x Men. yeah yeah
0: it's going to be the it's going to be like the independence day speech it's like on this day
1: we celebrate being x-men um <laughs> i was going to say like in fantastic four but you haven't seen that yet no so. never oh i have
0: i have seen that clip <laughs>
2: fantastic
0: um
1: say, say that again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fan oh, stick. uh
0: i yeah sure you know x-men is like one of those properties that i have nostalgia for the cartoon and i yeah. unlike you i like some of i like x1 okay x2 i thought was a good movie when's the last time you watched it recently i mean it's not great but it's all right how much are they paying you man i wish <laughs> um i would say <laughs> i would say a lot um but anyway uh <clears throat> yeah you know let's we'll see i'm hopefully marvel and weaving it with their larger universe i'm sure it'll be good like i'm you yeah. know it won't be at standalone like i'd rather see them boots on the ground you know yeah. not uh not cosmic Yeah, i i'd rather
1: see them battles. be at school like that's the thing that they don't really show. like yeah. you see it a little bit but like i'd rather see them be at school and like show those first couple of yeah. missions and like them going from being students to be like, oh, hey, now sort of like first class, but first class was a little more like, I don't know, extreme. Try to be edgy. Right. I, I, that, I don't was know. to kill Darwin, which okay. is the worst. <laughs> the one guy's superpower that's supposed to be able to survive anything. He got blowed up.
2: Yeah, I hate man, them you all. Hate it. <laughs>
1: Check out our YouTube series, Lex Hates the X-Men movies. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, real it's Short. Just, it's just like blah. Blah, blah. Every <laughs> every couple of scenes. Yeah. That's what it really should be. It's just like something happens, I'm just like, bah, blah, blah. <laughs> bah. Oh man. Last but probably least. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna nice lie. The lead cast for the CW's Powerpuff live action series has been
0: revealed. Mm-hmm. Last, uh, you, I don't know um, why they,
1: they're making this show, but I'm a huge fan of Chloe Bennett. Um, I don't know about Dove Cameron and Yana Perl. But uh, yeah, they're going to play the three Power Wolf girls. Chloe Bennett's going to be Blossom. Dove Cameron's going to be Bubbles. And Yana, Yana is going to be Buttercup. Is that the last? What Chloe, Bennett, Chloe was Bennett was in Agents what of S.H.I.E.L.D. She? she plays Quake in the Marvel oh. Universe.
2: Uh okay. it's
1: because she's um gorgeous,
2: yeah she's making me <laughs> yeah. quick <laughs>
1: What do you think about the live action c w show first of all c w doesn't have a real track record. Superman and Lois is good um but damn, that's about it
0: they make so they make shows that uh couples yeah, can watch together that neither will really be bored of, you know um I think that's the whole point of all their stuff. Not to say that women can't be more into superheroes and men can't be more into romantic whatever. I'm just saying, like it seems like they're making yeah. that combo, kind of like uh, and so like all...
1: Dawson's Creek, but with superheroes or like something like that, like you know, one tree hit, like all oh, those old soap opera, not soap operas, but I don't know, kind of like how Smallville did. Smallville was kind of like full of drama, yeah, yeah, not necessarily good, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Poison yeah. Ivy and uh, Dawson's Creek. Because my wife Aquaman. used to watch those shows with me.
1: Uh, there was this one episode of The Arrow, though, and she was like, I'm never, I'm telling you right now, I'm never watching this again. It was, uh, he had this guy strung or like pinned to the wall and he was trying to do like a lie detector test on him. And Felicity was in his ear and she was like, ask him something normal. And with his, you know how cringy his Batman voice is. He was like, uh, I guess she's only halfway watching it, and and so when this happened, she's just like, "Nah, I'm going to the other room." <laughs> he was like, "What color are your shoes?" And she was like, "What is this?"
0: The yeah, Felicity, the yeah. non-hot, yeah, but the hot, super hot, nerdy yeah, girl, the,
1: super, the safe hot, <laughs> nerdy girl,
0: yeah, quite look, yeah. quite a looker. Um, but anyway, so. All their all their series are pretty corny mm-hmm. overall. I don't really see the point of Powerpuff Girl because the I imagine they're I hope they don't try to make it edgy with like him, you know that character. Oh yeah, or like Fuzzy Lumpkins, like how what or the Amiibo, Why? Amiibo boys, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's really weird? What was they the don't other have one? Any, the, They don't uh, have any uh, normal
1: villains.
0: The Gang Green Gang. You know, one of the Gang Green Gang members yeah. was in Gorillas. <laughs>
1: I didn't. I love. not that
0: them. weird? Cross pollination. Their main um, antagonist
1: is a monkey with a like a three foot tall brain.
2: You no, <laughs> no, yeah.
1: I love Powerpuff Girls as a show. I think it's great. Yeah, 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 me too. But I don't. I don't think it's one of those things that crosses over into live action. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, I love Gendy mm-hmm. All Everything he puts out, I think, is gold. Um, but this is, I, and I doubt he has anything to do with this. But yeah. this is, diamond. and it's all like, <laughs> like
1: relatively attractive chicks. I'm just saying that, of course, they're all gorgeous, but I'm saying relatively attractive chicks to play it safe. But that's not like it's, it was a kid's show to me. So, like, when I see these, they're trying to like make, give it like sex appeal. It's obviously going to have some sort of romantic mm-hmm. interest. The Rowdy Rough Boys are going to come and...
0: <laughs> well, you can't stop right there. The Rowdy Rough Boys are going to come.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. And then, like, what? The mayor is going to be a, an idiot. Like, I I don't understand. Like, right. they can't make these characters serious. Right. Sarah they Bell. can't and... make these characters.
2: This, this is The gonna more be... I say, the this dumber, dumber this sounds.
1: Terrible. And so they did riverdale and it's based off archie i feel like archie's a little easier to adapt because it's it is a high school it's a book about these high school characters
0: right and they've made it darker i mean archie's been other properties as well
1: yeah they have archie versus uh or like when you survive zombies and stuff like that so that's afterlife archie afterlife Mm -hmm. which is a really good book but like that's easier to translate into live action than something like this like they don't they don't even look like people
2: right they don't have fingers they don't have fingers
1: or toes their eyes are the size of their entire head do you remember that episode of powerpuff girls this is the last tangent i'm going on then we're going to a break the episode of the Powerpuff Girls where they had those rob those like bank robbers dress up like the Powerpuff Girls it was like <laughs> yeah. this, oh, these three gross looking dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they're
0: like super hairy.
1: Yeah, they had just like this big mascot heads on. That's what I imagine the show is going to be like. Um, I have no no other information about it, and I probably won't. So, what do you got? Any trending news? Anything coming out that you want?
0: Yeah, everything, dude, all the time. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold. of I've of, of pre-ordered, but it's the. I wasn't gonna get it. I was looking at it last week the the Dark Knight triumphant, and I looked at it that night, and I was like, "Nope, maybe tomorrow we'll look at it again." And it is sold it out. From Mezco, or is it? <laughs> uh, no, it's that. Um, it is that Mafex one.
1: Oh man, yeah, that, the one that you, you sent me that one where it actually looks like the cover. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that looks so good.
0: Yeah, so I've got that one pre-ordered. Um and there's some other stuff that's just that's been on the back burner for a while that I'm just waiting on. But nothing big, man. I gotta like I say every time, I've been focusing more because I just have this tangent where I, I buy stuff, you know, that's just my thing now um so i've been focusing more on getting cheaper things like (laughs) like you know it's super shredder it's like 30 bucks not spending a hundred dollars on something so
1: and you can also resell that for like 100 bucks so that's true that's that's bang for your buck right there bang yeah we will uh take a break listen to some ads we'll be right back with our trade review trade review bye guys Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Listen, if you're like me,
0: you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show.
1: Welcome back, folks. Thank you for listening to those ads. And as always, if you didn't, we would never know. <laughs> this is going to be the section of the podcast where we review a trade. Sometimes Simon calls it a trade review. It's all I call it. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we have Department of Truth issue, issue number one through five, volume one. <laughs> Our good friends at Image Comics sent us the first volume of this book, there was a lot of hype around issue one whenever it first came out, or yeah, the series in general when it first came out. I stared at the first copy, the first issue so hard, so long. That sounds gross, but it wasn't like a gross like locker room scene, but I, st- I was like, I gotta pick it up because it's like, in the comic book collecting game, if I can call it that <laughs> without being a douchebag, it it's like speculation is a big thing. So people speculate all these things and then you're almost like, I got to get it because of you know speculation. I, I, I have a love and hate with it. Sometimes I fall deep into it and I buy books that I don't even really read just because it's speculated to be big. The Department of Truth was one of those ones that people said it was going to be a hot book and I didn't get it. Uh, I thumbed through it. The art was not really my typical scene. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll just wait until the trade comes out. I won't even give you my initial thoughts because I, you know, something I talked. And initial thoughts is what this whole episode is. So, yeah, we'll just talk about it.
0: We're not gonna, we're not gonna let you edge. You have to yeah. wait. Yeah,
1: till we're not can. gonna give you any spoiler alerts on it. So we're gonna dive deep into it. I don't have a synopsis on it either because you will get that as well with the mm-hmm. episode. With the, <laughs> the I'm just trimming the fat, trimming yeah. the seconds of fat in our three hour long episodes. <laughs> oh man okay so i'm gonna start with department of truth issue number one we're gonna flip it to simon for number two and maybe so on and so forth i don't know depends on how we feel i quit (laughs) yeah i'm just like boop and then i just talk to myself (laughs) so department of truth issue number one we are introduced to our character cole turner he has studied conspiracy theories all his life but he isn't prepared prepared for what happens when he discovers that all of them are true from the JFK assassinations to flat earth theories, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Reptilian shapeshifters. Again, this is my this is my thing. I'm into it. I'm One organization has been covering them up for generations. What is the deep, dark secret behind the Department of Truth? I'm going to tell you off the back, James Tinyon, his concept for a story, it sounds like a fun idea. You know, what if all the conspiracy, because we all know, I personally dive deep in conspiracy theories i
0: love i I love them yeah
1: i i I really do you guys know the old co-host of the podcast Merv. that was like his thing i I love conspiracy theories so for me right off the bat i was like okay i'm in Mm -hmm. but that concept is barely even scratching the surface of what this book is and i didn't know it until i get to like issue five right it was it just this whole book this blew my mind um it's clear that it is diving deep into what truth is in general mm-hmm. what do you think about this issue issue number one
0: <clears throat> i thought it was cool um i again i i love conspiracy theories i don't believe them yeah yeah same but they're so fun to deep into to dive into how people think you know it's just crazy how people come to the conclusions that they come to or they're you know i, I don't know it's yeah like it can make you a little crazy but it's a lot of fun to just and because
1: because they're not just random thoughts they are yeah. intricate stories with facts
0: yeah they've done some
1: all these like bending science to fit their narrative type of thing
0: right right yeah they they quote unquote do the research um and people do that with everything you know that's just like you have Christianity gets a bad name because of the preacher that uses scripture for evil. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's same thing. It, it even says that in the Bible, like exactly Satan, the same thing. It, yeah. Satan can use scripture for evil. You know what I'm saying? So, but <clears throat> sorry. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so no, it's weird bummer. because our church, uh, we are doing virtual right now, but our church literally last week was talking about that. Like just because people use these words doesn't mean that they, you know, practice those words. Yeah, like words okay. can hurt.
0: Yeah, sticks and, and that's stones.
1: A, that's a big part of this book, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. I and one thing. So I'm a big fan. uh I don't know if Lex listens to him, but I'm a big fan of the last podcast on the left. Love I've it. talked. To, I've talked to them. Uh, uh I talked about them a lot, and they do a whole series on like men in black, things like that, and tulpas, which he mentions. I yeah. believe he mentions in this episode. Yep. And I, it was just like, I, I'm with you. Like, you get thrown in really fast. And, uh, almost too fast,
1: but like, it's not like, too a, fast?
0: Right. Like, you're as, uh, you're as discombobulated as the main character. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, when, <laughs> yeah, when he goes out and then like he sees their truth, <laughs> like, this globe at the end of the world it's uh yeah
2: oh
1: i appreciate how fast it happens uh when when you get to the point where you see the the conspiracy theories become true because like you said we are almost we're almost the main character we -hmm. are just someone we're people that that dive kind of deep that can dive relatively deep into uh, conspiracy theories and this guy has always had, part of his job at the FBI is to monitor how these people can use these in, you know, in evil ways, not even like, you know, magical or how truth is bent in this story, but like how they can use it as their agenda. Mm-hmm. But in this, it, it happened so fast. And I, and originally I thought the pacing was terrible. It was just like, you meet this character and then you're, he's getting questioned and, you know, he's at this conference and he's telling a story. And, but then when the ending of the first issue happens, I'm just like, the pacing was perfect because it's like, it throws you off. It, it's so fast that you don't have time to really think until you finish the issue.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's such a like, he's
1: being grilled, you know? Yeah. And the whole time he's like, just kill me, man. Just yeah. just kill you me. you guys going to kill me? His yeah. mind is so messed up from the things that he's seen that he's just like i don't even care i don't know what's up or down what's real just kill me man
0: <laughs> right uh and i love the parallels with like the men in black and i mean a lot
1: of men in black vibes without the organ. so men in black without the aliens
0: right right, right. And, and and uh and I just got done playing Control recently, which is the same thing, like the shadowy. I just started one. it. It's yeah. so
1: good. You were right. It was. It's so good. It is so good. It's uh, weird. It's weird that it was so under the radar because I am legitimately, I bought Assassin's Creed, popular franchise, lots of people love, but then I started playing Control. I haven't touched Assassin's Creed since, you know, since I redownloaded it or since I downloaded it.
0: Yeah, control, man. That was a that was a get on that PS Plus. Crazy. Um, but it's a similar thing. It's like this secret organization. You don't quite know what they do and it dabbles in like supernatural, you know. Um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about the intro. I really enjoyed like being introduced to the story.
1: I was surprised.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was surprised. And i and I, when I read it, I was just like, I'ts kind of kicking myself because this is a book that I would instantly buy. Mm -hmm. what'd you think about i want to know and i said i was going to do initial thoughts i don't want to dive too deep in the art but we have talked about art before uh that's certain spawn style the certain uh style Mm -hmm. it seems like parts of it are going into that like the first intro where it's like a a, sort of a flashback it goes into that but then it kind of straightens up a little bit what you did you did you mm-hmm. enjoy the style in this first issue, or did you did you not like it?
0: What I do like about it is the kind of like um, film negative, grainy style, something you would see in like conspiracy tape because it's never a clear video. There's never yeah. a clear picture.
2: Yeah,
0: I appreciate that. I don't know if that's what they were going for, but I assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I lo- I like that about it. Do I actually like the artwork? do I actually like it? No, not really. But yeah. I think it fits the narrative really
1: well. Yeah. So originally like I said before, um the hype for this book was big because I think it already got option for uh James Tenyon is a is a he's an amazing writer. Mm-hmm. He, he is. He knocks it out of the park. And as you can probably tell by this book, um so the hype was big. I think it already got option for a show. And so people start jumping on books like this when it's optioned for a show.
0: Yeah, but they're going to fuck it up. Like there's yeah, no way you for can, sure. Unless
1: it's on unless
0: it's like The Boys. And I know okay. that's like our that's like our litmus test for a good superhero.
1: Well, it did it right, man. Yeah. You know, even a watered down version is Umbrella Academy. Mhm. Umbrella Academy is 100% enjoyable. They right. got they nailed comic book enjoyment with that show. Right, but it,
0: those two like if Umbrella is one and the boys is like zero. Yeah. Or no. The boys is one. Umbrella Academy is zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can just imagine whoever's gonna take if it's like Netflix, maybe it'll be a one or a zero. But if it's like
1: I If don't it's know, HBO, man, it's gonna be too preachy.
0: I don't know, maybe if it's HBO it might be like a two. <laughs> but <laughs> if it's like I Depending
1: on the HBO max budget is kind of thin. But then they,
0: yeah, if they, yeah, they spend all that money on the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yeah. uh, It's just puppets talking I me. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, which, actually, is,
1: which might work for this show. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: bet, yeah. or, I don't know if got you've it. gotten to the puppet shows on Control, but that shit's creepy. I haven't got to that yet. They're just TVs that you find. But anyway. One,
1: one thing about this is, like I said before we got sidetracked, <laughs> I didn't fall into the hype. And mm-hmm. I, I spend a lot of money on comic books, man. As you know, I don't, People wonder, people probably don't wonder, but I'm very quiet when Simon talks about how much money he spends on his toys. I don't talk about, I don't give a shit. I think Simon should spend more money on toys, which is probably why I'm the worst advocate for it. Because I spend a terrible amount of money on comic books. Like, uh, my wife doesn't know. (laughs) Like like that, like, you know, it's not like, and I joke with her all the time. I'm like, uh, she'll randomly see some mail like the other day i got a uh comic book shipment in from midtown and she was just like oh what's this it's like a signed yeah. copy from donny cates and it was like all these secret variants that are really relatively expensive and she's like oh okay and it was like listen <laughs> i could be having a secret life one where i could be doing black tar heroin under a bridge and coming home to you or i could have a secret family somewhere on the other side of this is this is as safe as it gets.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nicole uh, asked me for insurance pr- purposes. She was like, "How much money do you think you spent on
1: toys?" And I was like, "Uh, uh." Madison's asked me that before, but she I always, like it. A- but but I always hit her with the rebuttal. I keep receipts, dog. And I said, <laughs> "What about what about?" So the the reason why I bought, uh, so I got Invincible number one finally. Mm-hmm. There's two copies of Invincible. This sidebar, guys, I'm sorry. I always have to talk about Invincible every episode. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get it. There. There's two copies of... Number one, No Variant is extremely rare. I don't have that one yet, but I'm gonna get it. But the other one is the Larry's Worlds of Comics Experience, which is another rare book. It's another number one that a lot of people go after. I got it. And uh, I got it because the other day, I checked... My wife has the same problem. I checked the mail and i you know she was like oh what's that and i was like it's this giant box bust it open it's like a louis vuitton bag oh shit <laughs> and i <I'm> was <just> like <laughs> huh huh <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go hit and this is what i told her i said uh i'm gonna go hit send on my <laughs> on my fucking shopping cart <laughs> like what? i get i get that you make a buttload of money and like you are like that quote-unquote head of the household but uh I'm gonna go ahead and send on some shit that I have in a well, shopping that, cart. That's a and Nicole,
0: she didn't say that. She wasn't, she was like, I'm not saying this trying to trap you. I'm just curious. But I was still like, I can't tell you how much I've spent on plastic. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: no. I can't. I'm the same way. Madison jokes with my mom all the time. She was like, Your son just pushed $45 worth of comic books through. She was like, oh man, all she knows is about $45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, man, it really it really hurt me to put in that $45. It was like, damn, the other one probably didn't clear yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sidebar. Um. So I was going to pass on this book. I thumbed through it. I was just like, I don't need it. I need to trim the fat. I collect older books. Like, that's my thing. I like collecting old books. So I try not to dive deep into, like, newer books. There's some books I always collect Spider-Man. I always huh. collect Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I always collect Hulk. Nightwing. Even though Rick Grayson happened, I always collect Nightwing <laughs> and anything with Mr. Miracle. Those are my go-tos. I collect them for years. Really? I always have. Um, so I try not to get into the speculating market too much. So I pass on this one. A thumbs through and I was just like, this art isn't my style. This is not what I like. I like solid lines, popping colors, and this is like the exact opposite. But man, was I into the art in this. Yeah, this first issue, I was just like, this is, this fits perfectly. Yeah, it, it, it definitely. I was surprised. Did. Yeah. I was surprised at how much I did at the, and it wasn't until the end when I, when I stopped and thought about it after, because I've been trying to be more thoughtful about reading these things. And I stopped at issue one and I was just like, that art man. Was perfect for this. Like, I, I feel like my art style. The not my art style personally, but the art style that I typically <laughs> like would not go over so well with this. Mm-hmm. In fact, issue number six, I kept reading completely changes the art style mm-hmm. and it took me out of it completely. Really? Yeah. It had more of a folklore's art style, which I love. Like it was 100% <clears throat> no, not folklore's. It was like fables. Oh, okay my all-time favorite comic book series. And it took me out of it. (laughs) Like, I I eventually came back to it, but it took me out of it at first from going from five issues, like, back to back. You know what I mean? Like, not reading them every month, but, like, back to back, five issues, and then reading six. It was like, whoa, it's it's such a a big change, as you can imagine. (laughs) Oh, whoa. Yeah, God. (laughs) All right, so Department of the Truth, issue number two, Simon, tell the people what happened all right uh, so
0: cole turner has spent most of his life suppressing false memories of the satanic ritual abuse at his preschool uh now he's the newest recruiter of the department of truth and he just found out all those false memories might be truer than he thinks so if you know anything about the uh, and again i've got this from uh, you've seen it on x files you hear it on the last podcast and left like satanic panic was a big deal in the 80s. and we
1: were kids i mean yeah i remember it vaguely like i remember like don't talk to strangers because like
0: yeah tipper gore created the uh rating system for video games music like the parental advisory shit yeah 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 because of the satanic panic um so anyway that that kind of gives you an idea of what we're dealing with here um so the Department of Truth Number Two delves deeper into the ramifications of a world where truth is not an absolute. We have true facts, and we have alternative facts, yeah. as some people would say, but can be shaped by belief. Uh, Tynian, 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 Tynian delights in thinking up new and strange effects this world would have on uh, this would have on the world around us. Um, great issue. That was cool.
1: We talk about and if you are an avid listener of the podcast you know we talk about how much we really don't like going from 1 to 11 but I got to say this issue went from 1 to 11 instantly and I was in.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Same. Got creeped out like you and I both uh we, we we're relatively in touch with our emotions this really really got to me not saying that i was like a kid that had like weird satanic things like that but what's so good about department of truth that rings through all three of these all five of these issues is the amount of truth or true events that they tie into it right yeah they really weave it in and then so these things that are happening you're just like whoo and it went to 11 because it's about him and his life and how he had this Thing that he really thought happened to him with this star faced man, which it goes on that art style that we don't typically like, but fit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it fits so well. Yeah, this was very much. I don't know if you're like an avid reader of Stephen King. I love it. Um, there's a particular scene in a later books of the Dark Tower series of these. They walk into this restaurant and. There's, like, people eating what they think is a pig, but it's, like, they yeah. think it's a pig, but it's actually, like, babies. Because it's, like, vampires and shit eating it. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, this, even though it's all in his mind, so to speak, like, that's what that whole sequence reminded me of. And, and like we said, like, we were young when this satanic Very day. young, yeah. But we were, like, kids. So, we're, like, 90s kids. We were born in the 80s, 90s kids. This is for, like, Gen Xers, like the satanic pa- panic was for kids that were in their like 5 to 10 years old in the 80s um
1: yeah and like like you mentioned before though like the repercussions of satanic panic were our childhood
0: yeah yeah and people were still blaming things on that like and this is i think it's kind of mentioned i mean offhand but like columbine that happened in our youth, um yeah. and people blamed marilyn manson they blamed doom the game
1: yeah i remember that uh I remember my parents wouldn't let me play grand theft auto yeah 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 it's weird my parents have- i was like first of all let me tell you mom i wouldn't know where to buy a gun and if i did i have too high high anxiety to go through with it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would cry the whole time um yeah i don't hate anyone that much just yeah. myself um, yeah, right? Anyway, so. Yeah, it's just, it's real crazy, and I love the idea, again, of the tulpa, like this thought energy monster thing. Yes,
1: so let's talk about that for a second. Let I didn't put it really in, in, or we didn't put it in our notes very well, but at this point, we're learning that with if enough people believe something, it becomes real.
0: Right, but even that isn't necessarily the truth of this book. It's not, we, it's right. not. He's kind of debunked on that, but yeah. So the, the, the thought form energy goes to bring in last podcast on the left or whatever, look that up. It's very into yeah. Tulpa, T U L P A. It's like the idea of a lot of people say like maybe the men in black are Tulpas or.
1: Um, I love that the director even was like, boy. Yeah. What are you talking about Tulpas? I know what the fuck a Tulpa is. <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah or
0: even like slender man like slender man is technically a tulpa and technically became real because people killed or his kids
1: yeah, yeah those kids other killed that other kid because of it yeah so it, so it's basically the thought of if you put if you put something into the world then yeah, it, it becomes real like you you speaking you, it to existence right like if you real. put enough energy if enough people
0: believe in it it's real right and it's hard,
1: to, it's hard yeah. to say it's not you know
0: right yeah the snyder cut wasn't real that it is was a, not the snyder cut is a top <laughs> it was it, not real it wasn't real until it became real because it of was the thought in it.
1: like yeah zack snyder probably had an idea but yeah. like his fans They're i don't real. know man Good i appreciate idea. i appreciate that kind of
0: yeah it's cool I guess i love the idea behind it now now that i'm sitting here and being like that's a Topa," i'm like yeah that's a tall that's, that's a great cool. that's cool <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, first of all joss whedon is terrible we know that yeah and, uh, even the more jo- now yeah the jokes didn't fit into that movie obviously it was like putting jokes in the watchman it just wouldn't work man it would be weird
0: yeah but i mean Zack snyder I thought, I thought she was with you he's yeah. not the great he's <laughs>
1: not he's not the greatest <laughs> He's not. I will not I'm not saying that. Right. But he does he does deserve to get his, you know. He deserves his, to get his, you know what I'm saying? He deserves <laughs> to get his. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Department of Truth, issue number three. If I didn't tell you before, this coll- volume one collects issue one through five. I think it's only at issue six right now. Yeah. So it's a relatively new series still.
0: And, yeah. And again, we're trying not to spoil things too abruptly. Yeah. So like our our we're going to go through these little, uh, 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 what's summaries. the word I'm looking for? Summary, thank you. <laughs> it was like symmetrical. um uh, <laughs> These summaries, and then we're just going to kind of move on and talk about our, our major thoughts.
1: Yeah, as we talked about numerous times before, we don't want to go panel by panel. It's easy for us to go panel by panel. Yeah. and But we also want you guys to read these books. And we might be in a situation where we have like a Amazon referral. So like, no one's gonna click on the Amazon referral if we told them exactly what happened on every page. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: like, "Are the drawings good?" Because <laughs> I know the whole damn story.
1: So we're working on summaries, our thoughts, and then kind of our review. So we're, you know, work with this, guys. We're growing with us. I feel like this is an, you know, this is a good, like, yeah. this might be a good medium. This it's might like be a
0: muscle. Problem. We're we're working it out. Now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Department of Truth, number three. Mary never knew what false flag or crisis actor meant until her son was murdered in a mass shooting and the threats and accusations began. But as reality starts to bend around her, it's the job of the Department of Truth to keep these dark conspiracies from coming true at any cost. Oh, this episode really, or this issue really hit me. Mm-hmm. James Tinian, the fourth, has established a world in which human belief can reshape reality. Kenyon's protagonist, Cole Turner, has been discovering the implications of the truth being of, of truth being malleable. Sometimes it's astounding. Cole sees the edge of the world, which was insane to me. <laughs> so these flat earthers have this conference in the first issue where they say there is this flat. We're going to take you and show you the edge. And they do. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's horrifying cole's fake memories of being va- uh, being victimized by satan satanist satan <laughs> say, but he's satan <laughs> cole's fake memories of being victimized by Satanists becomes real another heavy hitting scene mm-hmm. and sometimes it's amusing he learns that the department of truth occasionally has to kill Santa, which I thought was great. Yeah. I think <laughs> they, they said like, twice. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, hey, let's you know, they had the tin hat guy and they were like, that if two of them, there were if there were more kids on the planet, we would have to kill Santa more than we had to. We had to kill him twice already.
2: Yeah. Great. Uh
1: this issue, man. Uh, like you talked about or maybe we talked about before it kind of has a sandy hook vibe because when if you remember or if you're around our age you remember when sandy hook happened and um, it was it wasn't very, not long ago man it really wasn't but i feel like we were in our 20s when it happened so like we were mm-hmm. i would say we feel like we were i would say we were more mature but that's no. probably not true <laughs> probably not true but immediately after sandy hook happened I remember seeing this big, huge deal about it being fake.
0: Yeah. Everybody thought that Obama was trying to take their guns. Yeah.
1: About all the people were being, and like, it's hard to, and it really hit me because in this situation, it's really hard to be like, man, maybe it, maybe it was fake. Oh, man. And that's I know, I know. I know. I know. In my my head, I knew it wasn't, but it's just like the way they bend facts to fit their is just like, damn! I can see where someone that doesn't think would be like, oh man, that's real. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and even this book, uh, uh, you know, the way it's written out, I'm like, what? What alternate reality? You know, is it not real? Um, where where she sees herself in this film of her going to these improv classes and stuff?
1: Yeah. Imagine uh, how insane that would be.
0: Right. And and I mean it and that's again like it just links back to the real world Alex Jones, you know, he's the big Sandy Hook truther or whatever.
1: I love that guy. Oh,
0: and it's crazy because he's totally broken character in front of, you know, uh I, I don't know if he's I don't know
1: if he still lives here, but um uh, whenever the coronavirus still like first hit and they shut down all the hiking areas, there's a big hiking area called um Greenbelt here that uh-huh. we go to and Death Point. And so he went there and like there were people camping outside like make sure people didn't go hike hiking. They were like, hey man, coronavirus is real. Don't don't hike. So there were people volunteers just There's like hobos out there sucking each
2: other's dicks.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he went out there and he was just like, you're a fucking idiot. This is fake. <laughs> like he yells at these guys' faces. And they're like, dude, just go home, man. You're rich. The coronavirus doesn't affect you. Right. Please leave. <laughs> this this issue really hit me because it, it this is where it starts tying um more relatable things. Satanic panic was relatable because we knew about it. Uh we're just growing up in general. Our parents uh were all were, you know adults when satanic panic was mm-hmm. all over the news and things like that so when they had kids obviously they had reservations about it so you and i grew up in kind of the repercussion area era of satanic panic right but sandy hook you and i were adults when this happened mm-hmm. and uh, it really as someone that has actual memories of it happening and the conspiracies it really hit it really hit to me and like yeah. the implications of someone that is in this situation like they're on the phone with their child getting murdered, right? Yeah,
0: it hit heavy, and we had talked about that before the show. Like, we usually tell jokes, but uh, this issue was like, you know, yeah. like this, ain't,
1: there ain't nothing funny about this one, this no. one would be uncomfortable,
0: yeah, very, very, very uh, hard hitting issue. But, but I was in
1: it, man. Is what's what's weird is I was just like, I was completely into the story at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh 100%. So, what that's... else grabs you about issue 3? Besides did in issue 3 did they was it the parallel between like she found out that maybe it wasn't real? Well, and she was kind of teetering in between
0: seeing herself um and That's this what it character is. again so like read it but like <clears throat> so we don't want to spoil who yeah. or what we're just going to say
1: well so we're introducing to an organization called black hat we won't it's not spoiling it mm-hmm. too much but it's to say that there is a because we'll talk about it in a second there is an um just like par- a, a parallel to the department yeah. of truth called the black hat and mm-hmm. um they're feeding information to other people just the same way just alternate organizations and so, yeah, that's when she starts to see, like, damn, is it is it real? Is it not? And so you see the actual character not know whether it's real. And us as the reader, also, we don't know in the story what's real or not.
0: Right. She, this character, you, she gets an envelope with this black hat. Anyway, she sees herself in this video with yeah. her child,
1: Auditioning hey, yeah. for the role of essentially the character of a kid being murdered at Sandy Hook.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. And uh that's rough. Uh, rough, dude. Yeah. But it's just crazy to see it'd be like there so I'll tell you, one time this happened to me. One time I saw a picture and I had to take a double take because I was like, is that me? You know what I mean? Have you ever seen like a video and you're like, is that fucking me? Yeah. No. It's I watch Westworld. <laughs> but I mean, like honestly. Am I, robot? <laughs> Am I a robot? Am I Jim Gordon? Um, yeah, that's that's kind of I can see where she was at. Like it's yeah, like, it's because weird. she says, yeah. yeah, she
1: says it vaguely looks like me, but it's like stress on top of uh torment on top of depression. It's just like listening to things so much. She's uh she's in these Reddit group, not Reddit per se but like forums and things like that mm-hmm. it's just like she's listening to these people say these things and she's like it it all these things factor into like is it true or not and that's a big part of this whole series yeah so issue four simon take it away take it away how can a journalist ethically
0: report on a story that they know they can't possibly be true as packages with proof of impossible stories keep arriving
1: next time on dragon ball z that's exactly what i was thinking
0: yeah as packages with proof of impossible stories keep arriving on one reporter's doorstep sent by a mysterious entity known only as q one reporter must find the answer themselves In the Department of Truth number four, James Tinian, the sixth, (laughs) gives us a big hint about the Black Hat organization's agenda. They have provided a reporter with apparent proof that a shadowy organization has been responsible for installing and controlling every president since JFK. This is, as Cole Turner describes, a unified history of American conspiracy theories. This will lead people to believe that our history is fiction and that the Department of Truth will be revealed as the creators of that fiction. Thus, they intend to expose the existence of the Department of Truth.
1: (sighs) This issue, man. um, Whoa. For me, okay, so like we talked about issue three. We were in our mid-20s. We were adults when Sandy Hook happened. We were in college dealing with all that, like not really caring, but also being like, oh my God, that's big, you Mm -hmm. know. This though. Is is I feel like hits a little deeper because it's politics that mattered to us. I feel like I don't want to speak for you, but politics that mattered for us, kind of, and in in a sense that like I was old enough to actually be paying attention to it, right? Um, Because I remember this was it hit a lot of truth in this episode in this issue, and I say episode a lot because it feels like a show almost. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so, and I've heard
0: this on several podcasts, things like that. A lot of people talk about basically
1: the Bush Gore election was probably the last free election that we've yeah. had. Um, and I've read a lot about this stuff, like Barack Obama being destined to be the president. And this issue makes it seem like from birth, he right. was destined to be the president. And it ties into, you know, Trump came out back in the day before he was even running for president i feel like this was the start of his whole campaign and he would say that barack obama wasn't yeah he's kenya you know he was kenya let us see
0: the long form birth certificate yeah
1: and this issue ties into that conspiracy and the bush conspiracy and the clintons epstein i mean it hit everything and i was just like i know this is a comic book but i'm like damn yeah it's like this is real i'm reading this is real life
0: uh that's kind of how i got to and i'm like i can kind of believe this shit and i feel like they did that on purpose like they did it on purpose yeah yeah they're they're totally playing into
1: that man maybe this is real because all these all these eras were these are factual events Mm -hmm. and not only are they factual events these are real life conspiracies right i like that about this book. That they didn't make up conspiracies. Everything, and I wouldn't say everything. And maybe I don't. I don't remember anything in this book that it seems like a made up conspiracy from flat Earth, reptile Illuminati. Yeah, reptile. Right. <laughs> I mean everything I have heard before. So I feel like they just took all the conspiracy theories and like formed it into this story.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like and and the JFK stuff. Everybody, you know they say so there's a great last again i'm going to mention them again there's a great last podcast they need to have us on the show i could i'll ask them they're pretty famous um we're getting there bro uh they there's one great episode where they talk about the jfk assassination and they say that it was probably an accident by one of his secret service members yeah um a misfire from his gun but the fact that jack ruby killed uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, yeah. uh, before he could testify, before any of that, created everything, blossomed all these conspiracy theories. So,
1: I don't want to spoil it, but issue six talks about that a lot.
0: Yeah. So, cool. I'll have to get into it. But yeah. uh, basically, I mean, JFK is like the root.
1: It starts honestly. it. And even, and even in issue one, um, you get a lot of JFK stuff.
0: Well, and it and it's just like general government distrust, which yeah. a lot of that started around like the Cold War, like before the Cold War.
1: Yeah, they even talk about replacing the Cold War with what I, I love that they called it the Forever War. I, and I hate that if I I hate I would hate if that's an issue six and I say that it's in this issue. Or no,
0: it, yeah, they call it the Forever War, which is yeah. true. I mean, which is
1: true because honestly, like the thing about how we've been adults and even young adults, like since. I'm going to say freshman in high school when 9-11 yes. happened. Yeah. It's not, it has been nonstop. Whether they painted a different way, whether they used well, different reasons, it has been nonstop.
0: Yeah, not to get too political, but you're fighting an invisible enemy. Terrorism is yeah. a thought form process. Like it is a
1: thought. It is a Let me tell you right now, let me cut something action. off. Let me cut something off. If you are one of our hardcore political listeners, don't you should not take anything we say with (laughs) yeah yeah we're two guys that couldn't i speak for for seven a lot and i even talked to my wife about this like uh it might be unhealthy but i don't give a shit
0: (laughs) i do but i also don't
1: no 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 i do (laughs) but in the grand scheme of like um yeah die on I'm not a die on the hill kind of guy.
0: No, definitely not. I will definitely like consent. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Like if there's someone that's staunch right wing, Hey man, I'm doing this or even left wing. Hey, I'm, I'm like, cool, man. You, Good for you. you. You automatically win because you care more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I've definitely relinquished very, uh, yeah. several arguments. Like, you know, what? I see
1: my circle of influence circle of trust is a big, the big thing for me.
0: Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're fighting an invisible like thought, like terrorism is just it is, it's, it's just a fear
1: based thing.
0: Yeah, terrorism is in it everywhere. Like, te- there's terrorist acts in the United States, we don't call them that, but that's what they are. But
1: they are, uh, Scare the shit out of
0: you. yeah. So, I mean, the forever war is such a fitting it was perfect, man. Yeah,
1: to me, I was just like, in the history books, that's gonna be what it's called. Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> we'll see. if there are history books
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) this book messed with my head man
0: it did yeah me too that's why i was like damn
1: (laughs) this book messes with my head and i couldn't stop reading it and again uh, i am a i am a stephen king fan and i read this sort of the way i read stephen king books like i I almost can't put it down it was a it was less horror and less like less stephen kingy but there was sort of it, they didn't Certainly. botch the ending and have over explanation <laughs> yeah and there wasn't like a, a lot of weird sex stuff in it either <laughs> yeah right right yeah but the intrigue was there
0: yeah definitely Stephen king
1: stephen king gets me with his intrigue dark tower is oh yeah he creates it's all
0: intrigue he creates great worlds and and yeah. he leaves a lot of questions unanswered yeah right? but then when he ends it
1: he you realize how uh, much of a weirdo he yeah is.
0: he should just never end a book <laughs> yeah. he should just like not write yeah. the last series but a lot of his book, like it, he was fucking coked out of his mind. You know, like that book was weird. I've yeah. read it uh, in the, within the past ten years, and that book is weird. Dog. Yeah, or the stand, you know, he gets real crazy. Anyway, the point like is, the yeah, I mean, I do too. Uh, I was
1: thinking about it today, actually. But um, <clears throat> this book, uh, w- sidebar aside, this book gives me Stephen King vibes in the sense of the intrigue is there, and I'm hooked.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, I didn't expect to be hooked I, at this point. When I first started reading Stephen King, I didn't expect to like his books as much. Mm-hmm. um Well, because
0: everybody paints him again. This is this book isn't written by Stephen King. It's at not. That's it nothing to do with Stephen King, really. But James
1: Tien is an amazing. We're gonna read more stuff of his because yeah. I've I've read a lot of his books. He, his indie books are just killer. His DC books, right not so much no and that's not a not shade to him like he he's bigger than batman yeah you know
0: so yeah right if you pigeonhole somebody batman
1: pigeonholes him yeah he's bigger than that
0: but the thing about stephen king uh sidebar is that a lot of people are like oh he's a horror writer but when you read it it's like like the dark tower series it's like sci-fi western
1: horror you know
0: like it's it's
1: it's more of an intrigue writer and i say that word a lot in the past five minutes but like that's what puts me that's what wraps me in it's not even really horror it's like yeah,
0: kind of creepy but i have only ever been scared by one book of his and i can't even remember uh, i think it was uh black house oof but other than I don't that think
1: i've even read that one
0: it's a it's kind of a it's a he he
1: re- co-wrote it and his son we're going to read some of his son's book man I, his son writes crazy good books he writes horror though horror comics horror, horror comics
0: <laughs> heavy metal <laughs>
1: I am mean, it's issue four and I really did not expect to enjoy this book as much as I did. Like I, so my wife, usually when I read comic books, she can like pull me away. She was annoyed when I was reading this because I like, was just like, I was like, I'm reading. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> but you're not reading a real book. It is. It has words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Issue four has me grabbed. Definitely. Same. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm trying to think of anything non-super spoilery. Spoilery, an issue. Uh, issue four. Well,
0: other than uh, so, Cole has his. He has like a defining moment. He has his trust fall moment with the, oh, yeah, the Department yeah. of Truth. Um,
1: yeah. and it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there, there's there's characters that we're not talking about because, um, again, we don't want to spoil too much. But there's great characters, Ruby. Oh man, she's like a side character, but her character—the brief moment she's in—she serves like such a pivotal piece. I feel like, like she, if you took her out of the story, it would fall apart. I feel like she serves sort of like a carrying him through the story.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and I, their names are great. Like, if you know anything about the JFK assassination, like the name, the code names for a lot of these characters, I am assuming they're code names. Um, yeah,
1: they're not, they're definitely they talk about like, oh, you don't like real names and stuff like that. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So um yeah. Give one thing up. I think it was one thing I think it was great. It's not spoilery, but like in the first or issue or two, um, they're like, hey man, you got a job with the Department of Truth. At this point, you know that he obviously is working at the Department of Truth. It's not a spoiler. And but they're like, Hey, you you work here, ask all your questions. And he's just like a normal person would have a million questions. That you just broke their brain, but then he's just like, "Nah, I understand pretty he's, much."
0: Yeah, he's like, "I've got, I've got one." He does yeah. ask one. He does have. He does ask one. one. Yeah, but no, I, I would die. I would die yeah. asking questions.
1: It's would be too much, and and they even say like, "We get it. Like, lay it on us. Like, what do you got?" And he's like, "No, I got one specific question." <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Right. <laughs> All right. So. Issue number five, Department of the Truth. What is Black Hat? I can I cannot be the only person asking this at this point.
0: Well, one thing I can say that parallels with a lot of things, and I'm—I mean, you know this. Like, there's Black Hat and White Hat hackers.
1: Yeah, that's exact. And as someone that is in the IT field, and that's kind of my space, that's immediately like I uh, relate to Black Hat, Gray Hat, White Hat. Like, that's yeah what I think. Like in my head and i don't want to talk about it too too soon but like in my head black hat's not necessarily bad Hmm. they necessarily serve a maybe their own agenda but it's not necessarily quote-unquote bad
0: right 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 right. yeah they're they're, they're kind of the uh they're kind of like the real deal um like people that (laughs) follow satanism like i'm not i'm not saying but satanists aren't like they don't sacrifice chickens like they're just people yeah. that do their own things like lavar satanism it's about being being about yourself yeah um not that i'm into that but <laughs> i just know you gotta study
1: be-dee, 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 be-dee. simon <laughs> is a satanist <laughs> yeah you've you, you got to
0: study other things to understand what you believe in you know that's gonna be
1: a sh- that's gonna be a shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah simon the
1: satanist
0: like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Satan would, from uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, I would
1: 100 percent wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the mysterious man pulling the strings? This issue knocks me on my ass, and I I am someone that reads comics. You mm-hmm. guys know me. You've you, been listening you to read almost comics? <laughs> almost a hundred episodes. I read comics. I am someone that likes to predict comic. I'm not someone that likes to be surprised. I like to figure it out. Right. This book put me on my ass yeah in this issue specifically i was like what the fuck is going on right 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 who is this mysterious man pulling the strings why is he in cole's apartment this issue okay so if you're reading it again we're not trying to do too many spoilers if you're reading it if you're if you're at issue five and you see that this is volume one volume one closes one through five me personally i know that because image sends it to us we got the first volume and i'm saying how does this end at issue five
0: right yeah
1: like like how does this end like we talk about cliffhangers and we talk about you we do trade refuse if you didn't know by now we talk about setting up up that (laughs) we talk about setting up for the second art but at this point i'm like halfway through this issue and i'm like no way (laughs) this ends (laughs) right yeah so it's a this is coming to a dramatic conclusion right but it also isn't you know but it's not it's a cliffhanger and it's like one of those son of a bitch cliffhangers yeah cole starts to question whether or not he's on the right side of the war of truth Mm mm-hmm and you and, you know, even the beginning conversations between him and this mysterious figure, you're thinking like, no, Cole's still good. Cole's still on the you. They paint this picture of men in black. He's still on this picture of the, he's still Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones.
0: Yeah, he makes this look
1: good. He is, you know, but then these guy keeps talking and you're just and then more things happen. Like this, the, the star faced man comes out and you're just like, oh, that's evil. Cole associates that with evil. That's automatic evil. The Department of Truth number five marks a turning point in James Tenyon's story. In the first issue, it seemed clear that the unnamed Black Hat group were the villains. They paint them as the villains. They're murdering people. They are the reptiles. They are trying to take these, you know, you know, they make them gross in the first issue. They're like, yeah, you know, we want to talk to you. We got all these people at this Flat Earth conference. They're all dumb, but you're smart, we want to take you on a a trip, private plane type thing. You know what I mean? Like real gross, like millionaire type mentality. But it's easy. I don't know, man. It's easy for Cole. I feel like this book does a really good job at making us Cole, Right. Like the things that Cole is going through, we're going through. So it's easy for us to assume that the Department of Truth is the good guys. since they point they paint the black hat as the bad guys we automatically assume just being story readers that antagonist protagonist
0: right the victors uh the victors usually change history you know for their own gain and it's so there's probably a saying there (laughs) that i bought but um yeah i mean like who are the good guys who are the bad guys that's all in the eyes of the beholder every map from every country is different you know what i'm saying like america always has the same area but in australia you buy a map they're the center baby yeah so really it's all perspective
1: um and this issue they talk about like and you know what never mind it might be issue six i'm 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 not gonna i'm gonna shut up shut up
0: I do like that they brought the Denver International Airport, even if it's just a setting because of all the conspiracy theories about it. It's like a hub of conspiracy theories. They're great. Look them up. They're amazing because um, they're just so crazy. But also there's a giant red-eyed bronco <laughs> yeah. that like breeds fire outside of Denver. We're Arizona.
1: actually going we're actually going to Colorado in a few weeks. Yeah, man. That horse
0: killed its creator. It fell on <laughs> So crazy, so crazy. So, um this but, is the end. Can you believe that this was the last issue of Volume One? I I will say I was a little disappointed on how it ended. It it was a cliffhanger, but it was it's a cliffhanger in the last couple of pages. It's definitely like a whump cliffhanger, yeah. like it's a big yeah. deal. But if you're thinking
1: about it, just like in the
0: last page, you're
1: like why me? It's like.
0: Yeah.
1: And you also have to think about it in terms of this being an ongoing series and we're jumping on now. Yeah. Yeah. You I'll know, like the, there's only one more issue from what
0: we've read. Right. So I'm trying to take that into account, but you know, I love my self-contained yeah. stories. Yeah. 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 Um, So.
2: I mean,
1: And this seems like a story that was written for three volumes. Like this doesn't seem like a it seems, okay, now I don't want to say, I don't want to give Tenyon too much credit, but I feel like Image knows. Image, I've heard about their pitch room. I've heard you have to have a solid pitch. I heard you have to, like, he probably painted a picture. Like, yeah. this, is, this is the story. And then Image was like, okay, we can work with that. Five issues, they're going to be hooked. We'll sell that. I mean, they have. It's sold out. You can't buy an issue number one for less than, which fucking chaps my ass. Yeah, that's crazy. Volume number one. This is the this era of my life has been the first time that I've noticed that um and it started with Invincible. If you know me, I'm an Invincible fan. No way. (laughs) They trade paperbacks go to second prints.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: That's insane to me. Compendiums go to second prints.
0: I don't remember that being a thing. Definitely not. It's
1: never been a thing before. I think Invincible was one of the first ones. Walking Dead, obviously. Walking Uh, Phoenix. Walking Phoenix, the Joker. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying, like, now it's a thing that volume one of this story that's only has six issues has already gone to reprint for the first volume. It's nuts. Okay, so... What do you think? What do you think about this? What are your thoughts on, as a whole? No initial thoughts anymore. What'd you think about the story, side? What are my thoughts as a whole? Um, I really,
0: I love the concept of it. Um, yeah. From, from
1: SU one, just the alternative truth thing. Because we live in that world now. We do. Especially like people like us and our friends. And some of our friends are like, I don't, and this sounds rude. I'm not being rude but i want to say quasi quasi intellectuals like <laughs> yeah we are smart but like smart about dumb stuff
0: yeah, like yeah stuff yeah. like this yeah we're semi-smart we know how to spell yeah. some words
1: yeah we're smart about we're like base level intelligence and then really like i'm extremely intelligent about fictional characters
0: right yeah yeah
1: you know it's just like we're quasi intellectuals
0: right i can tell you a shit ton of keyboard shortcuts on photoshop but uh yeah.
1: <laughs> I could, I can fix your computer. Ask anybody in my family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, this is just the world we live in. Like, yeah. and it's so crazy because you think it's like no way anybody's that crazy. Yeah. But every day. Check a forum.
1: Check any forum. Check, check the Facebook, fucking national no. news, yeah. man. Check
0: Facebook, man. We had an entire group of people that stormed the Capitol, thinking that the election yeah. was rigged. Okay, yeah. so it's a, life. Yeah. It's true. a real problem. Um, and so honestly, I love this book, and I love conspiracy theories. It hit a little close to home. It It hit like. Knock on your door. Yeah, you're like, Uh-oh. fuck. because somebody
1: is reading this thinking it's real life. I'm not lying. Well, when I say like I'm gonna tell you right now, um, before we recorded, <clears throat> I even talked, we talk a little bit before we record. And I, I mentioned like every book that I read, as far as like I, I read the weekly books that come out, but like everything that we read for the podcast, I read in the mind frame of like I finish issue one. And I'm just like, I damn, I wonder what Simon thought about that. And like the entire time I read this, I was just, I was so just into it. I didn't think that until the end. Mm. And then when I finished it, I'm just like, damn, I really, really cannot wait to get on the pod. And for me, like, I don't care. This is a weird feeling. Like when we started the podcast and when we've been doing the podcast, I was like, damn, I hope people listen. I hope people like, you know, share it and shit like that. But like this week, legitimately when I got done with issue five I was like I could give a shit less what anybody listens to like I legitimately <laughs> want to hear what my friend thinks about this book because this is the first maybe I should read more books that I've never read before you yeah know? because this was legitimately my first time reading it and I am excited to hear what you think about it too
0: I really enjoy reading books that you haven't read because yep. it's not like the anticipation of just my thoughts. Like I yeah. love this uh, going back and forth. Um, Cause I'm the same way. Like I'm curious what you, what you're really thinking about it. Um, but man, yeah, it hit a little too close to home for me too
2: close.
0: to be comfortable, but I, I love it. I love the concept of it. Like I said, from the, at the beginning of our episode, like I love the concept. I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, you know it definitely has its problems, like every book will.
1: Yeah, but I would like to hear about. Okay, so these are pros. We're talking about how much we love it. Let, let me hear about your cons. What do you not like about it? Because that's what I'm more interested in.
0: Well, th- so there's only a few things that I really. Let me hear it. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the art, though I think it fits. So it's kind of a yeah. double edge. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like it's situation. not
1: my it's not my particular style. Like you guys know me. I like solid lines. I like big butts. I, I like it to get crazy, but I like the colors have to be popping solid. Yeah. This was very sporadic. Heavy shadows, typically not my style of book, but man, it worked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, the thing, I, thing is I prefer like a sketchier style, but this is still too loose. I don't well, know.
1: Well what I what I will say, Simon. Um, Killadelphia, I loved that story. We talked mm-hmm. about it. One thing that I will say about my thoughts on the because I wasn't a hugest fan of the art style in Killadelphia, even though it did similarly fit. This book had consistency,
2: yes. Yeah,
1: the entire book had a cons, I mean, it nailed its consistency. I'm not comparing it to Killadelphia, but like right in well. in our episode of kill delphio one of my things were one of my complaints were that uh inconsistency with panels mm-hmm. you know with some some panels being comic booky some panels being more in the artistic style uh more panels being dark more panels being light and my, that was my thing this book nailed the consistency and i think that's where it gets sort of a, a bonus even though i wasn't a fan of the art style i feel like that's where it wins for me because it was consistent, like it literally nailed panel for panel. Like uh, no spoilers, but the um the reporters or the press, not, not the press guys, but like the, the editor and stuff, when they're talking, like all their dialogue panels were supposedly behind um bugged a bugged room where they had like hidden cameras and stuff and you never see these guys. No. Yeah. Not until you, know, you see, you, you see hazy pictures and you see like what would be behind like a bush, like the, the panels, it was just, it nailed it, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, It definitely, it definitely did. I mean, it fits a lot. Um yeah.
1: So that made up for it in my, like, not my style, but the consistency. I get it.
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Um, there were a few the only other uh issues I have, and I'm sure this is all narrative sake, you know, um or just like defining what he's even doing, you know, this organization doesn't make a lot of they they make a, a few references about what they do, but that's why I brought in control, like the game. Like you think you know what this organization does, but you really don't know. You have no idea. Um there's there's a wider he- world there.
1: Because even at one point he doesn't, and that's why I say it's so important that, like, we are Cole, and I don't Mm. mean it in like a you know metaphysical type of thing, I mean, like, he thinks he got hired by this agency Uh and this is his job, so he says, I want to do this, this is the job I want, I want to hunt so and so. And the director, not gonna even spoil who it is because I feel like that's a spoiler, he's like you don't understand and i feel like he's talking to the reader then
0: yeah like like, you
1: don't understand like that's not no one gives a shit about that really yeah Cole becomes an avatar for the reader. yeah he's like that doesn't even matter like yeah it's a big story moment but like think about the bigger picture and that's probably why they picked you know the
0: satanic panic because uh, a lot of comic readers that are going to be reading this were alive around that time yeah but uh, yeah, so not really grasping everything. I mean, I'm not wanting, I don't need it all spelled out for me, but yeah. I don't know. I, it's, I'm it's. i kind of, I will say that I got a little lost on some things, but again, it's not ever laid out clearly. So yeah, I don't think that- Purposefully. Right, yeah, it's all for narrative's sake. So it's hard to say that's a con or a pro
1: and a lot of, so it's hard to even list cons. I reread a lot yeah. Um, and I agree with you. I, it's hard for me to say actual cons because I'm like, I want to read the next issue. I want to read the next issue. Like maybe, maybe in a, I I would hope that you would still be doing this with me in a year or two. Jeez. And it's like, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, Ooh, big that's a big ask. <laughs> but like, I want to see the reactions when the series is done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I want to see, like, issue 15 or... Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: like, grand scheme. So we we did um, Oblivion Song with our good friend Hirsch. We just... I just got news that it's ending. So, yeah. like, I would like to have Hirsch back on and us all read the entire thing. Like, that that's important to me. Because I feel like initial reactions and then, like, full reactions are important. Yeah. Because you don't know what james tinion's planning like he has the story done and it said he's not writing this every week right he knows the ending
0: he yeah, has the overarching narrative yeah
1: he he knows the ending and it's just like I, I would like to see the whole you know my opinion on the whole thing
0: right yeah it's definitely uh this definitely doesn't end with issue five and issue five isn't satisfying and the fact that it's like a self-contained you know it it's,
1: continues on we said episodes a lot. We referred to the issues as episodes a lot. Did it, I did it because it ends in that it same way. Like a, a season. Like a TV show ends and you're like,
2: nah, yeah, damn like,
0: it. <laughs> yeah, like a good HBO series. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? I got to wait and a
1: year? You got to wait a year and then we have to finish the ending. So, And then issue six, spoiler alert, doesn't even give it to you. <laughs> I read issue six and I was just like, fuck.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's backstory.
1: Issue six is like backstory. Oh,
0: backstory. great. Even better. I love that. Oh, I love six. when I- episode one or issue one of a next season is just like not continuing the last part of the. It's <laughs> oh,
1: like hope it like backstory. Like the fucking. Oh, I was like, no.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I really have to get into it then yeah uh i this is definitely so brass tacks this is definitely a book that i'll keep reading i'm gonna try to anyway uh you keep me busy but uh i definitely will try to uh
1: keep reading this because i would not mind having issues of this yeah Um, yeah i don't and this is something that honestly if a show comes out i would judge harshly (laughs) that's not what that was like in the book yeah i would judge harshly because this it's really hard. Don't make, don't make shows about good books, man. Yeah. You're, you're never going to win for sure. Don't, don't, don't do it. Luckily i never read. um, What's the Netflix show by Gerard Way? Umbrella Academy. Luckily I never read that until afterwards. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Lock and key. I never read lock and key until after lock and key came out. Mm. So luckily I was like, Oh yeah, these are okay. Don't don't do it.
0: <laughs> not gonna not gonna work for you.
1: No. Did you watch Batman uh, Hush, the animated movie?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's on HBO.
0: I'll have to watch it. We'll watch it.
1: I wonder if we'll talk about this. Does Batgirl
0: have sex with uh, Batman? Well, we'll
1: we'll we'll talk about this on the after <laughs> show. This is the point. This is the point of the podcast, guys. Where we're gonna give our review, and we strongly suggest that you read this book. I do. I at least strongly suggest that you check it out.
0: I think you should read because it's good for your brain.
1: Yeah, even though there's pictures, <laughs> the pictures almost take away from the words in those. It's almost disjointing.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. This would make a great novel. I'll say that
1: it really would. Um, I got mine, bro. Yeah. I don't give. I have given this uh, out before, but I don't give it out often.
0: All right. you want to say it first? You want me to go?
1: oh Simon's always first dog
0: except for when he's not I give it a G4 to me G4 is the perfect piece of toast Um, Okay. I cannot complain about the book itself anything other than like narrative sake again it's all for the narrative Um,
1: and so this is purely preference because um, I'm also giving it the perfect piece of toast mine's E5 (laughs) that's the perfect piece of toast (laughs) yeah
0: uh he's telling me this golden brown nugget ain't the toast ain't the toast with the most i
1: absolutely love our grading scale
0: (laughs) (laughs) so nonsensical um but yeah no I, i i there's nothing i would change honestly to make this better if that makes any sense no
1: i feel like if i added anything to it it would absolutely ruin it yeah it becomes a garbage salad and i can't say that a lot because i've I think I could add a lot to certain comic books, but this one, no, I feel like it it danced the line of real life um, with this, like, I I don't know. It it blended a lot of these things into like how ridiculous they are, but also like. It makes you think. How it's not that ridiculous. Yeah. It
0: definitely like, you're like, what idiot. And then you're like, damn. (laughs) <laughs>
1: not spoilering but a, a quote in the last issue is people think what they want to think and like who am i to to tell these people like you know he's like who am i to tell these people what's real or not right like it's not my job like my job is the freedom of thought
0: yeah there are certain philosophers that say that yeah. your reality is is what you make it yeah. like you who am i only... to
1: tell you yeah like you're telling everybody what they should think
0: yeah you're the only real really, person yeah.
1: here so <laughs> exactly. who's the and the the line between good and evil is is not here in this book it's like you don't know it's mainly like and they make it very very specific because they show the you know the evil presence he's like listen they control you with this evil thought i took it out of your head Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want with that. <laughs> then he fucking leaves. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What does that mean? Yeah. What <laughs> does it mean? Uh, there you have it, folks. Read it. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. I really comment. Would. TikTok us. Yeah. Do something. I'd like to have like a reaction show where we can talk about like other people's thoughts. Mm. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, comment uh, wherever you can comment, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So on Anchor, which is in our show notes on you know Spotify, uh, Apple, everywhere, there's a link to where you can ask questions or you can even submit remarks. So you can hit that, whatever. I think for our 100th episode, which we're coming up close on, maybe we'll do like a Q&A episode or like a reaction episode. So if you have questions, send them in, and then like we'll talk to you guys. in the we'll answer yeah. them. Or join our, yeah. join our Discord. Join our Discord. Some of our real-life friends are joining now, which is cool. Kind of. Until we get too weird for them, they're like, fuck this noise. No, I think it would be cool, man. Yeah. I love hanging out on Discord. I know it probably gets on your nerves. No, nah, it's all right. I
0: just get busy. I, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it, gets, it gets pretty nerdy real quick. Real uh, so join the Discord, hang out, and we'll probably yeah for the Q and A episode we'll probably take a lot of questions from Discord, and then whatever questions we get from anchors. So um or TikTok, just, you know, just yeah, just yeah, maybe I'll you know maybe we'll make a post on TikTok about answer a because we get we do Q and A Sundays on there, so maybe we'll answer a couple of the, of the most popular ones on there.
0: Yeah, so look us up on social media at Wednesday Pool on basically everything. You can find yeah. me at Simon or Simon Toast. <laughs> Simon Toast on Instagram. Uh Wednesday pool Sim on TikTok if you're looking yep. for some uh, toy photos. Um so yeah say your line
1: yeah. do that we're circling the drain guys um, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to Simon for a few minutes after this it's late and I, I need we need to get to sleep but uh we're circling the dream we'll see you guys next time I can't wait I think next week we are reviewing daredevil number one I cannot wait to read this with you. You are a Daredevil fan, first of all.
0: I do. I do like And it. so
1: am I. And this, it's been a long time since I've read the first couple of issues, but Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run is absolutely my favorite. And I've read every Daredevil run, and this is hands down my favorite. I don't Ooh. want to oversell it. I would hate if you're like, <laughs> this is the worst. Daredevil's <laughs> <laughs> in a wheelchair? What? <laughs> yeah. He can see now. What is this <laughs> shit? That actually happens. ah, oh, God. Okay.
2: We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>